Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to O-Face Wrestling. This is your host JT and your co-host Christy. What up? So today we're going to be uh, talking about the whole Lana, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, you know, love triangle kind of storyline. We felt like this was a good thing to talk about just because it is getting a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, talk about it online. So we feel like why not in a... One of my favorite things about this storyline so far, it's very early in the story, so we don't know exactly what's going to happen and come to it. But um, this reminds me of the stuff they did in the Attitude Era. So me being a 90s kid, I'm really excited for this. Um, I'm also very interested to see where they go with this because Rusev and Lana are married in real life. And, you know, she made out with another dude. Me, personally, I don't care if it's storyline or not. I would never allow my wife to make out with another guy. So, I mean, more power to Rusev, but he legitly looked like it bothered him. Like, you know, looking, I mean, I know wrestlers are actors, you know, they're supposed to, you know, act, but that just looks so real. I mean, how do you feel about that, you know, segment? Um, I mean, in general, I don't really agree with WWE putting real life relationships into storylines um kind of like what they're doing with Becky and Seth um I just in a way I just kind of think it's disrespectful um I mean obviously I'm assuming that Rusev and Lana and Bobby Lashley were talked to about it and of course I'm sure they had to get the okay you know from all of them and now from their point of view I don't I'm sure it kind of was, like, you know, that kind of sucks, like, for Rusev, like, watching his wife make out with another guy, but if you think about it, like, that kind of stuff happens in movies all the time, and that's what they're doing, they're acting, so I I don't know if it truly, genuinely affected him in any way, I mean, like I said, I'm sure it sucked seeing it, but at the same time, like, I'm sure he understood, like, you know, it's part of the storyline, it's fake, like, it's acting, so. Yeah, I definitely agree. The other thing is, you know, we have to wonder, was this Rusev and Lana's idea? Maybe they pitched this idea to WWE Creative because, you know, they maybe. really want, you know, some TV time, just like everyone else said. Maybe they talked about it together and came up with the idea of doing something like this and pitched it to WWE, but, I mean, regardless, it's, um, it's interesting the only thing that really scares me about this is they did something similar to this years ago where um, Lana jumped on Dolph Ziggler's back. And so um, Rusev had Summer Rae with him and it was kind of like a little love square thing going on. But they never went as far as to have like Ziggler and Lana make out or anything like that, at least from my knowledge. I don't remember anything like that happening. That ended up being a kind of a silly storyline. Mm-hmm. Hopefully nothing like that happens with this. Um, like I said, I think it would be a good mid-card feud, and that's what WWE needs. They usually put a lot of focus on the main card and, you know, the the main event level wrestlers, and it's nice to see them, you know, have an interest in the storyline with the mid-card wrestlers. And, I mean, I know Lana has a pretty strong fan base, so, I mean, it makes her fans happy that she's on TV. I'm personally, I'm not, a, I'm not really a Rooster fan, but I am a fan of Bobby Lashley. So I'm happy that he's going to get TV time. Just hopefully, like I said, it just isn't something that makes him look silly. You know, I don't want him to be a comedian figure. I want him to be, 
you know, the big, bad, dominant, brute force, you know, kind of style wrestler that he is. So hopefully they don't get a little too silly with this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I mentioned, Attitude Era, you know, back in the Attitude Era, they did do some silly things back then, you know, like Mae Young gave birth to a hand, you know, so <laughs> we don't know, you know, where they're going to go with this. But seems interesting. I I'm, I have to assume at the end, Lana and Rusev will get back together. Obviously, they're married in real life. And I don't see them, you know, two years from now, not together on TV or anything like that. I think they'll get back together. I think this is just more of a revenge, you know. Rusev was a part of the whole Maria Canellis being a baby father thing, so this could be Lana trying to give him payback or something like that. Yeah. Is Lana on Total Divas? Um, she was. I don't know if she's back on yeah, I wonder this season. If this is something just to give a storyline for Total Divas Probably. as well. So that would make sense. We don't watch that anymore. I don't mm-hmm. watch it anymore. I know I don't you don't either. Yeah. So yeah, we don't know if, if it's just something because they will do things on you know wwe television to help you know add storylines and promote and... the show and all that kind of stuff so that could be what it is honestly but yeah is that all that you have to say about this whole lana bobby lashley rusev thing yep all right so now the second and the last thing we're going to talk about is on monday was it monday or was it friday i think it was monday on raw that's right, because um, SmackDown wasn't on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to by Friday Raw and SmackDown being over. So yeah, on Monday Night Raw, there was a segment with Ric Flair and uh, Hulk Hogan, and they, you know, kind of teased having you know one last match together, which I know will never happen, and I do not want to see happen because that would be very embarrassing considering their age and you know Ric Flair's health. But at Saudi Arabia, I think it's called, I think it's Crown Jewel again. Um, on the thirty first, I think it's Halloween. They are going to have the pay per view at Saudi Arabia, and they're going to do a five on five Team Hogan versus Team Flair match with um, Hogan and Flair being the team captains. Now, I I don't have my notes with me, but I do know that Baron Corman and Randy Orton are on one of the teams. I think they're on Team Flair, maybe. And then the other team, I don't even remember. I don't even know the teams. But regardless, this being Saudi Arabia, this is the pay-per-view where I like to look at it as like the Legends pay-per-view. This is the pay-per-view that, you know, you see a lot of the Legends come and compete. Like you always see like Lesnar and Triple H. Um, and usually there, you know, we've seen, you know, Shawn Michaels come out of retirement for this pay-per-view. We've seen... Um, Mark Henry come out of retirement, even though he wasn't retired for very long when he came, you know, competed at the Greatest Royal Rumble. We've also seen, you know, Kane compete at it. The Undertaker, I believe he's competed at all the Saudi Arabia shows as well. So this is, you know, like the legend pay-per-view. And I'm fine with that, honestly. Like, if they want to have one pay-per-view a year where it's kind of you have a lot of the legends, that's fine. I mean, I know they usually do to that WrestleMania but if they, you know, kind of start using these legends for pay-per-views like Saudi Arabia and taking them off WrestleMania, that actually adds more, you know, spots available for your full-time roster. Because there are a lot of fans out there who get upset, you know, seeing like Triple H and Undertaker taking away, you know, spots from like a Finn Balor or et cetera. Mm-hmm. And this could be, you know, a replacement for them and that's and i'm really fine with that because i mean i'm a 90s kid i grew up watching a lot of these wrestlers so i'm excited 
you know, to have a pay-per-view like that. I mean, it sucks that, you know, we don't see women wrestle at Saudi Arabia because of uh, religious and cultural things or whatever. But, you know, I have to assume that there's going to at least be one legend on each team. Mm-hmm. One legend that I'm kind of expecting to be in this match on one of the teams is Edge. Um, if you would have asked me like a week or two ago if I thought Edge would ever wrestle again, I would say hell no. Because he retired, you know, almost 10 years ago, and it was for legit, like, health reasons. Mm-hmm. Well, um, apparently he's been getting in good shape in that I heard that he may actually be able to get cleared for one last match. I mean, we did see him, I think it was at SummerSlam. He actually came out and speared, I think it was Elias, maybe. But, yeah, that was the first time he actually, like, had some kind of physical contact, you know, in ring with someone ever since he retired and a lot of people were thinking oh you know he's gonna come back and wrestle you know but I didn't think much of it but now you know I Saudi Arabia is right around the corner and people are saying Edge might come back from one last match and I feel like if that were to happen this is a good match to do it it's five on five you know mm-hmm. it's a good way to have him compete in a match and actually kind mm-hmm. of not really have to carry the match. Yeah, he doesn't have to carry the match. He can, you know, um, I know back in 2010 at SummerSlam, there was Team Cena versus the Nexus. Bret Hart was in the match. He, for the most part, stood on the sideline. He got a hot tag, came in, did a few of his signature moves, and then uh, used the chair on Ryback, which got him disqualified. So he didn't take any bumps. You know, he came in, you know, he had, like I said, he had the hot tag. He did, you know, all of his moves, he did that, I don't know what it's called, but it's when you lift the guy up and you, you drop their gonads on their knee. That's It's a really old school move, but he did a lot of his signature moves. He did the sharpshooter. It was awesome. And I think that's something they could do with Edge. He could take the hot tag. Like I don't know if, though, if this is going to be an elimination match or if it's like first pinfall wins kind of thing, but they could have him come in, do a hot tag, you know, do a few of his moves, do the spear, pin someone, and... If it's elimination, you know what he may not even get eliminated. He may not have to take many bumps. So I think this is probably the safest match for him. Um, do you think it's a good idea, Christy, for Edge to get back into the ring, or do you think it's a health risk? Um, both. It can go both ways because I mean accidents do happen. So I mean, even if he you know pulled a Bret Hart and um, you know didn't take any bumps or anything, like just him doing moves could still affect him but I definitely think it would definitely be a money maker um to have Edge there and have him do one more match especially at Saudi Arabia and I think that would be the best way to go for him to kind of go in do his thing come out um but I feel like they if they're gonna put him in a match they need to actually have him in the ring and do something because people aren't going to be happy with just watching him on the side and just standing out of the ring and watching. Yes, he'll be there, but if he's not doing anything, that's not gonna, it's not going to do anything for the fans. Yeah, exactly. We definitely want to see him, you know, go out there and do something. I will be worried that he could re-injure the, the neck. Um, I know that's a very serious injury, so hopefully they play it safe. Hopefully they make sure that he's really medically clear, because I know that they cleared Paige 
like two years ago and she came back and re-aggravated that injury pretty quick and mm-hmm. you know it's it's dangerous i mean that's the kind of injury that he can get paralyzed mm-hmm. that's not like oh he had a broken arm and he might like re-break it easily or something like that no that's 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 a big deal so i'm excited because edge was definitely one of my favorite growing up but at the same time i feel like it's probably best if he stayed retired but uh it just i think ww will be safe with it i mean they're very you know cautious when it comes to you know having you know certain wrestlers in the ring whether it's because of their age or you know health issues and all that kind of stuff so we'll have to see but um christy what other legends would you like to see actually like wrestle in this match other than your obvious choices of like a triple h or undertaker come on um i don't know i really haven't gotten much thought to it i would love to see the rock come back for another match if he does come back, I don't think it's going to be in a tag match like that. I feel like it would be one-on-one. Oh, yeah. But. I heard something about Stone Cold Steve Austin that he is willing to come back for one more match if he got Saudi Arabia money. Hmm. Would he be in this match? I think that'd be cool to have him and Edge in the ring together. That would be cool. I mean, part of me, like, you know, Stone Cold was one of my childhood favorites. I would love to see him come back again. But at the same time, his very last match against The Rock, at like, it was like in 2003, was a fantastic match. And that was a good way to go out. Mm-hmm. You hate to see someone come out and look like crap. Because you have to consider the fact that it's been like 15 years or so since yeah. he's last wrestled. And he's in his 50s. He's, you know, it's, you know, and I highly doubt that, that he'll, I'm sure he keeps himself in decent shape, but there's a difference between being in good shape and being in wrestling shape. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he can go out there and really do much, honestly. I mean, I think he's probably best just for the stunners, but I mean, like I said, part of me, I wouldn't argue if he were coming back for a match, but I think if he were ever to come back for a match, it, it would have, it should have been a few years ago when uh, WrestleMania was in Texas. Yeah, but that would have made sense. They were hyped. They even hyped it up on, you know, um, the podcast. I think it was Stone Cold's podcast with um, Paul Heyman. And they like hinted about like a Texas death match or something like that. That would have been cool, but that, you know, that ship has sailed. I wouldn't mind seeing Kane come back. Mm. But I kind of want to see Kane challenge Bray Wyatt for the title, assuming Bray Wyatt wins at Hell in a Cell, because of the fact that Bray Wyatt attacked Kane a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I would love to see like Bray Wyatt win the Universal Championship. He's standing in the middle of the ring, you know, doing his creepy stuff, and then once you know, it, you see a hand come up from under the ring, and, <laughs> you know, and grab him or something like that. I think that would be really interesting, you know. But I, I would love to see Kane in this match too, if not that. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw maybe like a Devon Dudley or something like that because he does work backstage with WWE, so he's there. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what kind of shape he's in. Um, there's rumors about Sting coming back mm-hmm. and having another match, I, too. That's definitely just a rumor. Yeah, <laughs> but Sting, I think he's going to be on SmackDown tonight. Which, when this video comes out, it will be Saturday, so yesterday. So he... By the time you listen to this, you may or may not know. Well, yeah, you, you probably already know if he's <laughs> going to come out. But, yeah, Sting, I think, would be an interesting. He would be on Team Flair most likely because of their WCW days. But then maybe not. I, I would love to see Sting, but I, I'd rather see it versus The Undertaker. That If that's going to happen, it needs to happen soon. Yeah. But um, other than that, I, I definitely don't want to see Shawn Michaels again. His return was kind of a little bit disappointing last year. Um. I don't know. I mean, X-Pac maybe. 
I don't know what he's doing these days, mm -hmm. but he still comes out for the DX reunion kind of stuff. So that would be kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I really can't think of many. I mean, I, I definitely don't want Kurt Angle to come out of retirement, at least not so soon after just retiring. Yeah, that wouldn't make much sense. Yeah, but his physical, he's not in the best physical shape either. So Kurt Angle, I loved him, but I, I wish he would have had a better retirement match, though. They could have picked we're a better gonna, opponent. We're not going to get into that. <laughs> yeah, Baron who? Um, I kind of like what they're doing with Baron Corman now, honestly. I wish, you know, maybe they did King of the Ring before WrestleMania because the whole, like, Game of Thrones kind of thing he's doing is pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, other legends that we would love to see come out for this match, I would love for it to be someone, like, new that we haven't seen in a very long time, but I really don't know. I mean, I, you know, I, know, I don't know if you're familiar with Tommy Dreamer, but he's been kind of working with Impact. Same thing with Rob Van Dam. Mm. I don't think Rob Van Dam's ever coming back in wrestling for WWE. He's been doing a lot of stoner kind of gimmicks lately in Impact Wrestling and all that. And I don't know, he gives WWE the kind of image they don't want. Um, I mean, I think that's really about it. I mean, they only have so many legends now. Yeah. You know, and I don't really want to see anyone in their 60s and all. So as far as like... I mean, John Cena, I think he, like, is at the point where he refuses to wrestle at Saudi Arabia now. I know he did the one, the first one they ever did. Maybe the Big Show. I've been, I keep bringing up the Big Show a lot on Twitter. He is medically cleared to return. And he was actually advertised to be at their, the Saudi Arabia event, like, two years ago or something like that. But he ended up not being cleared because he had issues with his recovery. But he's medically cleared. He's waiting, according to the documentary on the WWE Network, he's waiting for a storyline. Why not Saudi Arabia? Because, I mean, Saudi Arabia, they want the legends. They, they, I don't know if you know, but, you know, they, they request a lot of legends that they want to see fly. They request people that are dead. They don't even know that they've passed away. That's crazy. Yeah, like, supposedly they requested, like, the Ultimate Warrior and Yakazuma and it's like... Man, they did not keep up with the time. No. What about Goldberg? Ooh, I didn't even think about Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg could be a possibility. I, from what I heard is, you know, when he signed on to have that match with The Undertaker at the last Saudi Arabia event, they were supposed to do a trilogy. But because of how horrible the match is, you know, Undertaker has refused to work with him ever again. I do not blame Undertaker. But if he signed on for three matches... He's, he's only had two. He had the Taker and then the Ziggler at SummerSlam. Maybe he you know, has another date on his contract that he has to fulfill. Maybe Saudi Arabia would be it. You would think if not Saudi Arabia, WrestleMania, but I'd rather see him at Saudi Arabia. I kind of want to start leaning towards using your full-time roster yeah. people at WrestleMania. So this would be a good opportunity. And like I said, you know, Goldberg isn't the kind of guy that's, you know, unless he's doing a quick squash match, you know, he's not the kind of guy that can go out there and give you that 10, 15 minute match. So why not do it with this match? Yeah, Goldberg was a good choice. I think that's it, though. I Yeah, I can't think of it. Yeah, anybody. my mind is pretty blank right now. Christian, I heard, can never wrestle game because of concussion issues. I, I wouldn't mind Christian coming back, but yeah, um,. Rey Mysterio, well, he still wrestles with WWE. Maybe we'll see a Jeff Hardy return, even though I heard that he's not going to be cleared until November, but maybe he'll be cleared a little earlier, even though he's not really considered a legend legend because he still actively wrestles when he's healthy. Yeah, but he's been wrestling for... Like, when I think of a he's legend... He's a legend that... Oh, 
Well, there's two different types of legends. There's legends that still wrestle, and there's ones who really don't. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I mean, Undertaker's a legend, and he wrestles once, twice a year. Yeah, true. He's still there. True. So, same with Kane. I was trying to think of more so of legends who don't really wrestle anymore, because I feel like it'll be a, kind of more of a surprise. But most legends that don't wrestle are in, like, you know, more than likely terrible shape and haven't wrestled in years and years and years mm-hmm. and years. And, I mean, that can be dangerous to other wrestlers. What about the Road Dog? Mm. He works backstage at WWE. Maybe. I've been I've been really wanting to see like I remember when they they had the New Age Outlaws which they can't do anymore since uh Billy Ray or Billy Gunn Billy Ray <laughs> Billy Gunn <laughs> the same new Miley Cyrus <laughs> Billy Gunn it works for AEW so you can't really do that kind of reunion but I would love to see the Road Dog you know come back and do something I I kind of would love to see him on the commentary team to be honest with you but that'd be cool yeah I think uh. There's WWE only has so many you know rabbits in the hat now, so. But I think that wraps it up. Do you have anything you want to add to that? Nope. All right, everyone. Well, that wraps up this episode. Um, thank you for tuning in and checking us out. Make sure if you already don't follow us on Twitter at Oface Wrestling. Also, look us up on Facebook. We we have a Facebook you know page and a Facebook group, so look us up on both of them. And, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Bye.